Hey everybody, it's Cliff from Bite Me Podcast. Uh, you're about to listen to episode 306. It's not great. For some reason, the folks we use to uh, record these little podcasts screwed up a little bit, and the only recording we have is me and Colby. Uh, Dylan wasn't there, so that's fine, but the recording is exceptionally echoey. So, not our best work, but it's an okay podcast if you want to listen to it through the not-so-great audio. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Have a great one. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 306 of the Bite Me Podcast. Colby is here today. He's looking sharp. You can't see him, but he is. I'm wearing a clear shirt. Nice. Actually, I got on a free sale too. Real cheap over here at the Bite Me Podcast. Dylan is in Puyallup, which is probably my second favorite named city in Washington. Uh, What's your first name? Uh, Squim. Uh, only because it's spelled S E Q U I M. That sounds like a like I don't know old timey word for lady parts. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you looked up Squim on like Urban Dictionary, it would not be great. Yeah, no. Yeah, Squim's kind of up up uh, the peninsula, I believe. Puyallup um, is actually relatively close to where I lived in Washington, though. Um, he's, he's probably, probably well, yeah, I was going to say he's down there probably shooting something at the, the fair because that's where the fairgrounds are but I think the fair's in September so I don't, I don't know what he's doing at Puyallup but you know whatever anyway so just Colby and I today we're going to talk about uh, the video games we played I'm hoping it's not just one did you play some other games call? <laughs> um, I mean yes but the ones I've been playing the last little bit oh well, well that won't be very interesting but it's fine uh, we're going to talk about actors of Blizzard because they're dumb. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, PlayStation 2 manuals, which is, you know, a little weird, but it's interesting. Um, we're going to talk, this, this, this article is actually about something specific. We're going to talk about a little bit about the difference between a pro gamer and you. Uh, Microsoft continues to talk very badly about itself, which is a very interesting business strategy. Um, there's some Fallout 4 news, which is interesting. What year did you get married in call? 2015. Yeah, so it's a, it's a seven-year-old game at this point, but there's news about it today. Uh, Steam continues to be a place where people play video games. Um, I think we probably knew that. Um, do you remember the auction house in Diablo 3 call? I do. And then what remember the shit show it was in the first? Exactly. Um, we're going to talk about that. I, I, there's no new news, I guess. We're just going to talk about old news. Uh, and the Bayonetta controversy... Like, like, I kind of feel bad that anyone talked about that in the first place because it seems to have gone to a weird place. But we're going to keep talking about it because, you know, that's what you do. Uh, let's see. We are also going to talk about questions. We've got, we've got a lot this week, actually. This is a good question week, which is good because the news is kind of uh, We have one from Big Chappie, one from... Uh, Let's, Let's see, see, this one's from uh, our Deacon. We've got one from Monkey Screaming, one from Alan S. We've got one from Prime Fan, one from Triple Trouble, one from Princess Megan, and one from Joe Coleslock. Actually, really good representation from our patrons this week. A lot of Patreon folks in there. Uh, we get some cheap free games, and then that's it. Then we're going to... We're going to stop. We'll go about our, our day. So let's start with, uh, what did you play besides Grounded Call? <laughs> um, I also played more Cyberpunk 2077 and more 
Shadowfall Dragon. Shadow Run Dragonfall. And anything exciting about any of those things? Um, I'm really liking Cyberpunk 2077. My only issue is that I can only play it when my kid isn't around. And that makes it real difficult. Like, I mean, even... Uh, was this the like Ghost Recon Breakpoint? Like, I, I could still play that with, you know, my kid around. Like, yeah, I'm shooting people, but, like, it's... Like, it's oddly not that violent in the of shooting people, whereas, like, I've exploded a few heads in Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, have you thought... Like, what, what, you're, what you're saying to my ears, Cole, you wish your kid was around less. Yes, exactly. Um... Last, Last night, I'm like, who wants, wants to go upstairs so that I can play video games? <laughs> and it was just like, me, Danny, me. No. no. And, and like, normally what I do is I just, like, bring it up and play it on my Xbox upstairs. But yeah. it's a it's a 1S. And so it will run Cyberpunk 2077, but not great. And so I can only play it in the living room. Um, the only thing that I... Wish was different. Was it's a, a first-person shooter. Sure. And I think that Ghost Recon Breakpoint just showed me what I really want in all first-person shooters is the ability to change to third-person, but have it do that thing where like it's in third-person, but then when I go to shoot, it's in first-person. Plus, I also switch to third-person. Um, I want that option in every single game because I really like like I like first-person while shooting. But, but I prefer not running around in it. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know. Uh, it's, it's real good. Shadow Run is also very good. And to cap off all of my cyberpunking, I'm now reading uh, Neuromancer. Nice. So, you know, hey, why not? That's awesome. So, I mean, pretty soon I'm going to have like a metal arm and stuff. <laughs> I cannot it, wait. It's, it's going to be tin cans. It's not going to be a very nice metal arm, but it'll be a metal arm nonetheless. No, get get some subdermal implants. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. Uh, Colby, I also played some Grounded, um, which I'm continuing to, to really enjoy. Um, this, this week, I think uh, probably the biggest thing we did is we found the underwater base. Which, which was, was pretty cool. cool. Um, yes, it was. And we killed a bunch of ladybugs to make ladybug armor, which is kind of sad. Like, ladybugs are very just just, just take, take their, their heads straight off and turn it into some sort of armor. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're really adorable, um, and they're they're just kind of big and plodding. They don't aggro you unless you attack them. Um, you, you can just hop on their back and ride them around until I stab them a bunch of times in order to make armor for myself. They make when you, even when they're attacking you, they make this kind of cooing noise. It sounds like you're being like attacked by like a really angry flock of doves. Um, it's just kind of kind of a bummer. That game continues to be very good though. So check out Grounded on uh, Game Pass. Let's, Let's see. Patreon. Patreon. Like you said, we got a bunch of people from Patreon. I believe every every patron except Anonymous uh, asked a question this week. Or maybe they did. Maybe they did. Um, I'm actually pretty sure I know who Anonymous is. Oh, okay. Maybe they didn't. 
but, but I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I, I know their real name. I don't know their. their I'm not sure what their handle is. So maybe, maybe, maybe they did. did. Maybe they did. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if you'd like to become a patron, it's not required to ask questions. Literally, anyone can do that. Uh, but if you'd like to be a patron, you can go to patreoncom podcast. Helps us pay for our software and uh, other small things, mostly software, websites, that kind of stuff. It's not free. Uh, again, bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon. If you were a $10 patron, we say your name. Uh, so I'm going to do that now. It's, it's not in like a, it's not like in a roots kind of way, though. Like, I think it's in a, a more positive way. It's in a, what was who saying, say your name or say my name? I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Alan Schulte, thank you. Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Those are our fantastic producer-level patrons. Uh, we do have other patrons that are also fantastic. We, we think very highly of all of them. Uh, next thing, Extra Life is not this weekend. because This weekend is Halloween. It is next weekend, the 5th and 6th. So I would highly recommend that uh, you come hang out on our Discord. Not our Discord. It's going to be a weird place to come hang out with us. Hang out on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash might be podcast we will be doing, doing some, some sort of streaming all weekend saturday and sunday the 5th and 6th uh if you are still interested in joining our extra life team you can do so at bitemepodcast.com uh you can also donate to us there i you know i really meant to look up uh you know how much we've raised so far because it is it is a non-zero number let me see if i can let me see if i can find that out real fast this is not this is not great great radio, but it is. It's important. We have raised three hundred and eighty-five dollars of our six thousand uh, dollar goal. So there's a ways to go, you know. So please, please, please go to bitepodcast.com slash extra life, hook us up with a little bit of your heart or like don't, don't become a Patreon this month. Go give to our extra life campaign and then become a Patreon person next month. That's what I'm saying. But, but we'd, we'd also love it if you just join and help, help us raise money as well. Uh, oh, Cliff died. I, I assume it's still, still recording. recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me see what, what recordings we have. <laughs> Mine says it's still recording. Yeah. Something tells me that it is not. Well, mine does too, actually. I'm going to stop. I almost want to... Like, it's weird that that one's still uploading, but... Let's see. Okay, okay so, so that's going better. All, All right. right. <clears throat> hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Bite, Bite Me Podcast. Podcast. This, this is what we call a take two. I accidentally uh, closed the window that does our recording, and that does apparently not do great things to um, anything. So, like, the good news is, is we only got to, like, Starting with news, so we didn't, we didn't lose too much. Anyway, I'm here today. Colby is here today. Say hey. Still. 
He's still here. Uh, Dylan is not here. Um, we made a bunch of jokes about Puyallup, which is a city in Washington, and another uh, city in Washington called Squim. Um, I believe Colby said that would be like, if you look it up on the Urban Dictionary, it would probably be like an, an what was it, an old timey word for lady parts? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I don't, I don't think, think he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong at all. But anyway, but anyway we're gonna, gonna I guess skip over most of that because we've already done it once, and I don't know if everybody's good the second time. I guess. Uh, Colby, let's see. Let's see. We should tell people what this episode's about. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're gonna talk about what we've been playing. The answer is not very much. But that's fine. We're gonna talk about Patreon because those people are great. We're gonna talk about news. Activision and Blizzard are uh, back on. Kind of back, back on their bullshit, which is not shocking to anyone. Uh, you can now view all of the PlayStation 2 manuals online. Tell you about that. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between you and a pro gamer. I think there are a lot of like kind of uh, I think hardcore gamers that look at pro gamers and go like, I can do that, and I don't. I think a lot of them can. We're going to talk about the, the, the differences there. Uh, Microsoft continues to think of itself very badly in, uh, in court, which is weird. Um, we decided that what you got married in 2015, Paul, which is so that makes it the year that Fallout 4 came out. November. Uh, November. So we've got Fallout 4 news um, seven years after it was released. Uh, wait, it means it's almost your anniversary, Paul. It is. I'm so uh, happy. For I mean, you. technically, it's on Saturday because I got married in October. But oh, I forgot about that. So, so like, like, like some, some pretty rough seven-year itch stuff going on. I assume. Yep. yep. I'm. I'm standing over a subway grate having my dress blow up. Yes. I think that was that movie. I don't know if it was, but maybe. Um, that's fine. Uh, Steam. People are still playing video games there, which you know, maybe that's not shocking. Um, and the auction house called the room the auction house in the other I do. And is it because I brought it up like five minutes ago? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But I remembered it before that. So okay, that's true. We're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to talk about the, the kind of Bayonetta controversy, which has gotten significantly more stupid since last week. Uh, we got questions from Big Chappie, uh, our Deacon, Mountain Screaming, Alan S. Prime fan, Triple Trouble 88, Princess Megan, and Joe Coleslaw, which... As we said, it makes up a very, very good cross-section of our Patreon right now. Like, that's a, that's gotta be, even even when you don't figure producers, there's a bunch of other folk in there, too. It's a good, good week. Uh, we got cheap free games on Epic, Xbox, PlayStation, Humble Bundle, and Nintendo Online. And then we go home. All right, first off, Colby, tell me, I guess, oh, then you can go to someone else's home? Just go knock on your neighbor's door and say, like, hey. Hey, what up? Like, I'm sure they're nice people. Um, yeah, yeah, no, tell me about the video games you've been playing. Uh, I have been playing more of uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and more Shadowrun Dragonfall. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, they're both still really good. Um, I'm getting weird deja vu here. It's weird. Uh, uh, they're both really good. They're both... Um, I'm about, I don't know how much farther I have to go in Shadow Run Dragonfall. I'm like probably 10 hours into that, so maybe halfway through. And then I'm like 16 hours into Cyberpunk 2077. Um, 
I, I said, said before, and I'll say it again, I the one thing that bugs me the most about that game is that it's all first person. I really want it to be like Breakpoint and have a third person view that then either switches into a first person when you shoot, yeah. or you can also just change it to a third person as well. I think all first person games should have that because I very much like first person games, but I hate running around in first person for some reason. Um, especially because, like, my driving is third person. So, like, you know. So, so the camera you know. exists. Yeah. 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 Um, and apparently you can. There is a way to get it into third person. But it's kind of like. Uh, what was it? Was it Skyrim? That you can also change it. But, like, your animations were janky and everything. It's apparently worse than that. Because um, it was not meant to be. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, it's, it's, it's really good. I wish that uh, I could play it in front of my kid because I want to play more of it, but there's a lot of things in it that are, in fact, not kid-friendly. Not super child-friendly. Yeah. So, is it the weird just dildos everywhere? Is that it? Oh, I mean, there is a shop with dildos in it. Oh, see, because when, when the game first came out, there was, like, a bug in it that, like, I, apparently they just, like, spawn in the overworld. Um, but, but like, like haven't run into that. When it, when it first, first came out, they were spawning everywhere. Like, like it was just, just like, like just piles of them, like like, like blowing around in the breeze. So, so. My, when, when I, I got, got on my motorcycle, motorcycle I got a motorcycle. Those like, like I, that's, that's the other thing. I'm not a huge fan of the cars in that game. At least yeah. not that I found. But, but the motorcycles are dope. But I got on one today and it didn't spawn my pants. So, so that was kind of interesting. So, you know. <laughs> just kind of flapping in the wind? Uh, yeah, this is just driving bare ass on the motorcycle. Huh. happens. Uh, <laughs> I also. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I played this girl clip, so I was whistling in the wind. Ah, I apologize. I, apologize. I assume that's how it works. I think that's how it works. It's, like, it's like a Coke bottle that you blow into, like a jug. <laughs> I assume you were referencing the bad year. I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> the end, it could have been an Arby's ad. Um, let's, let's see. Grounded. Uh, Grounded. <laughs> <laughs> we played grounded more colby and i um big thing this week is we finally beat the underwater base which i guess is the second base i believe um and we also killed a bunch of ladybugs which is really sad because the ladybugs are extremely cute and completely harmless like i mean they're just adorable it's, it's like it's like viciously murdering like a cow like they're just dumb and wandering around i don't know if you know this clip but uh, i've got some bad news for you about cows i'm a vegetarian call i don't viciously murder cows i i i outsource it so. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I have to. I have to hope that the way they they kill cows in um in the slaughterhouse is is better than me poking one like they, four hundred times. It's like two guys with a fencing sword and they just stab poke, shit out of poke, them. poke. And, and then when they die, do they slip it up into pieces? Uh, yes. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, <laughs> we killed a bunch of ladybugs because we needed to make sweet, sweet ladybug armor, and I felt terrible about it, but the armor is really nice. Um, it, it does kind of remind me a little bit, though, of, like, you know, you know, it, you know Spider-Man when he, like, uh, in the, through the Spider-Verse where he makes his own costume the first time? It's got a real, like, that vibe. So, I don't know. It's, it's well worth the... Uh, well, well worth the, the, the horror of murdering a bunch of ladybugs, I think. I just, I just wish the spider armor was cooler. Yeah, like, spider armor was not great. It's really you think that armor made from spiders would be a way cooler than ladybugs? Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Ladybugs way, way better. So, And, and I don't feel bad killing the spiders either. That's the thing. It's like, I'll murder a spider for... Days, but the ladybugs like they're just bumbling around doing their own kind of thing. Like you can ride them, and nah, just they're just dead. It's very sad. Um, Patreon. Let's uh, let's talk about Patreon. Actually, I I, I changed my mind. Normally, we make a big deal out of Patreon, and by big, I mean we mention it kind of in passing every every week. Uh, but I'm not gonna take. A, I'm not gonna talk much about Patreon this week, except to thank our wonderful sponsors. Uh, uh, our certain level patrons, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Richie Deacon. We really appreciate everything you do. Um, instead, what I'm going to say is, instead of doing Patreon this month, why don't you instead donate to our Extra Life team, which you can find at buymepodcast.com slash Extra Life. That money goes all to hospitals across the United States, depending on uh, kind of where each individual team member is registered. I believe I'm actually doing the Orlando uh Children's Miracle, Miracle Network Hospital uh, this year. I've done Salt Lake and Seattle in the past. You're going to do Salt Lake, I assume, call? Yep. Primary Children's. Um, great hospital. Uh, but if you go to buymepodcast.com slash extra life, you can donate to our team. If instead you would prefer to join us and uh, fundraise, that is also an option, the same address, buymepodcast.com slash extra life. So do that this month instead of joining our Patreon. We'll, we'll figure it out this month. Go and, uh, or just send me that money personally just, just send Colby 20 bucks I promise you he will put it straight towards his extra life account I'm gonna buy crack with it is that, is that a good idea yeah, why, why not? not well I mean a multitude of reasons actually <laughs> I know one thing it's that crack is fine that's, that's the, the that's the, the rhyme scheme that's, that's not fine interesting I've only I've only been, been next to someone once when they were doing crack, and it was maybe the most awkward like experience I've ever had in my entire life because I was walking down uh, an alley kind of next to the Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle, and this lady was smoking crack and like looked over at me and made eye contact. <laughs> I'm like, lovely day for crack today, man. Hello. It was very strange, but. What do, what do you do? do? You, I mean, she, she had places to go, people to see. I had places to go, people to see. Um, never, never saw her again. Anyway, anyway uh, it's time to like start up a friendship. It was, it was shocking. And that woman was my wife. <laughs> I believe she was in the back of a strip club, and I could be wrong. Um, news. We're going to talk about news. This is where we went to hell last time. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous to be honest. Uh, I guess we could. All right. Uh, uh, Actors in Blizzard, you may be shocked to find out, hired a new person. Do you remember when they hired that lady 
um, who's like the ex like torture apologist. Is it is, is it like Truncheon B. Pinkerton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, her name is Lulu Chang Messervey. I would make this up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really. Her name is literally Lulu Chang Messervey. Um, she's worked for Activision for about a month. I believe she replaced that lady who liked to torture people. Truncheon B. Pinkerton. Truncheon B. Pinkerton. And uh, apparently she's been um, just, just like, like getting on company slack a month in and saying things like, we feel the collective bargaining is comparatively slow. Once an agreement's in place, it can take over a year on average, according to Bloomberg analysts. Um, during the long contract negotiations, labor law forbids companies from giving any pay bonus benefit increases, but a special arrangement with the union. And, and, and like, do you think that the union would be like, hey, uh, they offer us some money, the union's like, don't take it, that's a trick. <laughs> and the Bureau of Labor Statistics has reported that non-union employees generally get a larger pay raise than union-represented groups, which is interesting because I've heard the exact opposite every single time they, they mention that. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't trust the Bureau of Labor Statistics, but I've... I mean, every time I've ever heard it, it's that union you know, folks make more than non-union folks. So... Anyway, um, people are questioning why she's just like throwing this stuff out in the slack because it doesn't seem like just a, a conversation that would come up. But um, anyway, it, Activision, like, I mean, I guess, I guess the reality is probably when you get to be like the level of where you're a executive working at Activision, you probably have a certain set of views. And, and you're probably, probably a, a certain kind of person, person. And, and maybe that's, that's just, just just the reality of things. Of things. But come on, <laughs> Lulu Chang, that's her right. She is she's got a blue check mark on Twitter. You'll be you'll be happy to know. Anyway, uh, I, I would assume that this will probably involve some sort of National Labor Relations Board um, investigation. We'll, we'll talk about it more when that happens. Um, apparently she's tweeting through it too which is absolutely always the best idea <laughs> someone tweeted something like you think a company with a, 60, a 50 billion dollar valuation would like know better than this and her reply was actually it's closer to 60,000 <laughs> the important parts uh, let's see um do you remember back when video games came with manuals? Cole, do you remember when video games were things? <laughs> like you physically held your hand? I do. Uh, do you miss that? No. Do you miss manuals? I, I do kind of miss manuals. I mean, I guess kind of, but... I, I, I remember very fondly... Um, like, like getting a game and not being able to play it immediately, especially like like, like computer, computer games in the early nineties, like like, like role play, play games that came with like thick, thick manuals, um, um, and and like not being able to play it immediately because we were doing something or going somewhere, um, and and like really really enjoying like reading the manual before playing the game. Is that weird? A little bit. A little bit. Like I. I don't know. I remember very much like, even like, like games like, uh, do you remember like the original Elite? 
like like, like spending yeah a bunch of time like planning out how I was gonna play that game based on like all the stuff in the manual, like all these different things you could do, and like probably more so than actually playing it. So I don't know. Anyway, if if you if you have a if you have a, a soft spot in your heart for manuals, you can uh, go to archive.org right now, and there's there's a guy named Jonathan Grimm who has uploaded every single PlayStation to manual in 4k resolution pdf <laughs> um important to to archive.org i, I believe they sent he spent about forty thousand dollars doing it <laughs> because he, he like bought all the games i guess um over the last 22 years so i mean that's a good on him i guess <laughs> i really do I really do um, enjoy people that like. I don't know. I really enjoy people who like do something and then see it all the way through to completion, regardless of how weird it is. Like, I mean, this dude's been doing it for twenty years. Apparently, before he did this, he did all the Super Nintendo manuals too. So, I mean, I I don't know. It, it's. It's, it's one of those things that you know, know that if somebody doesn't do this, it'll, it'll eventually all disappear. So it is kind of cool to know that somewhere all that stuff does exist in a place. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's, I mean, what a, what a dude to spend all that time doing it. That's a, that's a, a like, I don't know if people realize how much work that is. Like, like, like scanning photos is a lot of work, but you don't have to like, you know, you know, pull staples, staples out of it and lay it flat. And, you know, I mean, some of those manuals had a lot of pages. Like, that's a lot of work. And then yeah. reassembling it so it's in the right order. Because the thing is, is as soon as you pop your pages, the, the, the manual's not in the right order any longer. Because you're, 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 you're essentially doing the first page and the last page, and then the second page and the second last page, and third. So you have to actually cut those up and reorder them, too, or it won't show up the right way. So it's a lot of work. Like, you can get on him. Like, it's not something I want to do, but I'm glad someone's doing it and spending, I don't know, the yearly average salary of a person in the United States to do it. So, probably more. Probably more. Get on you, man. Uh, again, you can go to archive.org to search those up. It's under Kirkland's Manual Labor, which is a, a pretty good name. So, uh, done by Jonathan Grimm. Good, good guy. Uh, right. So, okay. This, this is this is really interesting to me. Like I, like I said, like, like Coley, you, you you at times have been an exceptionally good player in certain games. Um, yes, you know, you know it, it was probably. I mean, I mean what, what twenty years ago? Thereabouts. Yeah, I would say ninety nine. So, so the landscape has probably changed slightly. Um, not because really. Well, like, are you, are you sure? sure? A little bit. Um, I think, I think it's, it's probably, probably more just there are more people playing video games today. Is, is, is OLG still around? <laughs> I don't know. OLG. Um, but, but I think it's more just like, like, like there are more people playing games. There are more people playing games at a high level. Um, but also, um, I, like competitive esports being a thing, I think has probably raised the overall you know, skill ceiling. But, but that being said, I remember watching you play um, Counter-Strike and, and Team Fortress, 
and, and just like like, like, like being baffled by how good at it you were. Like, like it was like, like uh, it's fun. You know, you know it, was, it was it was just, just like, like I watch you and I'm like how remember when I played with your good guys at work that one time? I do. We did not because we were playing because it was like four on one. Uh, but, but I remember, like, like I remember very distinctly watching you sniping a guy who was like bunny hopping across the place, and he's like boing, 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 and shot. I'm like, but but like how? How do you how do you know how do you do that? You know, um, that's not what this story is about. But it's it's interesting because um, it's something that apparently pros that play Valorant knew, but Riot did not. So um, some folks were at like a pro. Pro Valorant um, event and, and mentioned something about um, one, one of the guns. guns. Uh, it's called the, the Phantom Rifle, but it's got a, an altered skin. And the guy said something like, "Yeah, like no one plays that because it's essentially a pay to lose skin." And and, and the guy from Riot was like, "What are you talking about?" And uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, like that skin. It makes the it makes the gun." Like, like a couple of millimeters longer um, in game millimeters. So not like physical millimeters, but like, and he's like, yeah, so people can see you coming around the corner a little bit faster than they could if you're just using the default skin on it. And he's like, and that matters? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, no professional power player will use that skin. And he's like, nah, can't be, right? And, and so, so he asked a bunch of other professional Valorant players, like, oh, yeah, no one uses that skin. They'll just get shot. And, and it's, it's crazy to me that something that probably means milliseconds of, of you know, advanced warning about something matters to people that play at that level. Because, you know, I don't, I don't play at that level, Cole. Um, it, it, can, it can give you an extra... 30 seconds and, and I'd probably still be the guy who died like like, like I can know someone's it's, it's actually probably the worst thing about games to me is is I'm so I'm not great in those situations where I'm hiding somewhere I know a guy is coming around the corner and they still kill me before before I kill them even if they don't know I'm there um I'm never gonna play this just real quick do you, do you want to know my, what, what my favorite thing to do was in Team Fortress Classic? Yes, yes I do. So, so in two fort, you had to uh, you had the two sniping sides going against each other, and then, and then in the middle of those you had the place where you captured the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you let the other team get your flag, and then they run back and put it in their capture point. But right before they got to the capture point, you would snipe them, and so the flag drops on the ground. Okay. And it's just sitting there. So they, they run, run out and try to get it. But before they get the flag, you snipe them again. <laughs> and then they change. Generally, they try to, like, well, I'll change to a scout because they're the fastest. Yeah, yeah. And the scout would come out and you just shoot before they get the flag. And then, and then after a while, they figure, oh, crap, the flag's going to go back to their, you know, our base because it can only stay on the ground for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they would change to a heavy duty. Guy, because, because they, they can, can take, take more shots, shots. Yeah, 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 but they yeah. can still only take one headshot, and then the flag would go back. <laughs> I always <laughs> love doing that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like uh, that movie, um, 
Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> except <laughs> except the flag is the person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I was not that good. good. I, I, I would have been, been the person who got shot, shot over and over again. I'm like, I've tried nothing new and it keeps changing, doing the same thing. I don't understand. Ah, all right. Microsoft has... Like Microsoft, Microsoft is doing, doing the weirdest thing, thing I've ever experienced, experienced ever, ever um, during their whole, like, hey, please let us buy Blizzard Activision, um, in that they just continually talk bad about themselves. Um, we, we talked about it last week where they're like, dude, if every single person that owned an Xbox, like, or if every single person that played Call of Duty came over to Xbox and never bought a PlayStation again, PlayStation would still have more users. Um, they just are constantly are saying these weird things about something. They did it again this week. They're like, no, X-Cloud. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's cool that we have it. Um, but, but, like, you know, it's, it's not all that great. And uh, they, they literally said it's a new and immature technology which has been recognized, which we recognize has significant challenges. And it's not expected to be as rapid as requires Um to, to make a significant change in consumer behavior. <laughs> so, <laughs> once again, they're like, just please let us buy this giant company. I, I mean, I, I don't even know why they want them at this point. Like, I mean, the games, obviously, but... I don't know. like, small bean Microsoft. I know, it, but that's exactly it. Is there, like... We're, no, just, we're just a little company. We're just a little startup. <laughs> and we didn't have a, a like, like what, what trillion and a half dollar market cap, but it's, it's just you know, it's Xbox is just a, a little teeny part, part of that. Like, like you're, you're not, not, it's not the the the, the Windows portion. It's not the professional service portion of Microsoft that's trying to buy Blizzard. It's it's this little teeny Xbox thing. It's very small. <laughs> Although, like when we decided, to, you know, they did like twenty five billion dollars in just Game Pass last year. So. <laughs> Oh, it's a small. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of games that Xbox will own, no, they do own. Never mind. This has already happened. It's in the past. Uh, they they already own uh, the final folks behind Fallout Four. Um, in I would say in kind of uh, Bethesda fashion is that, is that is that the right way to say that Bethesda who has now released Skyrim on. I, I, I think you can buy it for like the yeah, TI-85 calculators now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they're going to remaster and give away for free uh, the uh, Xbox One PS5 new PC version of Fallout 4. So it's going to be free. It's going to be fancy and look pretty. Um, and does that seem weird to you? Like seven years after that game came out? So it's a little weird. And, and I mean, I guess, I guess the difference between Bethesda and PlayStation is they're not going to charge you seventy dollars to play it. <laughs> because I mean, let's be frank, this game is four years older. Uh, no, this game is four years older than Horizon Zero Dawn, and you know the Horizon Zero Dawn remake is not going to come out as free. Like you know that they are they're going to charge you for that. So, what do you think? Are you ready to go back to Fallout Four? A little bit. Just, just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know if I. Hmm. Game's real good, man. Game's real good. 
Uh, let's see. This is just kind of a, a thing of note. Uh, Steam broke its own concurrent player record again, which is interesting because I would have thought, like, they broke it a bunch of times during the pandemic, um, which made sense because we all couldn't go anywhere when we stayed home playing video games. Uh, but this time they, they cracked 30 million people on October 23rd, um, which is a lot of folk. Interesting enough, the top five game being played, top five, blah, 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 blah. Top five games being played at that time were Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Have you played Global Offensive at all? A little tiny bit. Yeah. Uh, Dota 2, Lost Ark, Apex Legends, and PUBG Battlegrounds. Um, I guess Fortnite probably exists kind of on its own. So they. I wonder, I, love, I wonder what the difference there is. I wonder how many folks played Fortnite all at once. It would be interesting. Though. Anyway, 30 million people is a lot of folks to be playing. Um, it's kind of on a fall day in October. So... Uh, Cole, tell me, tell me a little bit about the auction house in Diablo. <laughs> I, I, so the funny thing is, I never, never used it, it. But, but I remember that when they when they, they first put it up, what was, what was it like? It was a way that you could make money. Yeah, you could sell things and sell things for real money, but, but like. It, it was, was also, it did not, not turn out well. No, no, it went very, very badly. Um, like, like, not only did it have, like, a really negative effect on the economy in-game, um, it, it seems like, like there was all sorts of, of weird stuff that, that happens, you know, outside of it. Um, but, but the interesting part about it is they, they immediately wanted to patch it out and couldn't. It, it stayed in the game for almost a full year. And uh, they, they during an interview at Portland Retrocon, they found out the reason why is because it was on the box. Like, like the box said there was an on, online auction house that, you know, you paid real money for. And until they, like, sold through their first printing of those boxes... They, they were, were they were worried they'd get sued for false advertising if they took it out of the game, <laughs> which is so weird to me now in a world where, like, like first of all, boxes don't exist any longer, but also um, folks don't. Um, I mean, like that stuff changes all the time. Like it's like like all the time stuff you know goes away. So it's it's very interesting to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we talked about this a little bit last week um, in, about the, the actress who is the original voice of Bayonetta for Bayonetta 1 and 2 claiming that they only offered her $4,000 to, to play, the, to, to be that, uh, that, that role again. And it turns out that that's not, not exactly true. Um, like, like, like we said last time, the it was for four or five sessions, and the the union rate for that would be, or the union minimum for that would be a thousand dollars. So, um, the least they can pay her is 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 a thousand dollars, really. Or I'm sorry, is uh, five thousand dollars or four thousand dollars, depending on how many times. Um, they actually offered her ten thousand dollars, and when she came back and said like, "Hey, maybe a little bit more," they're like, "No, nah, we could we could give you fifteen thousand dollars." She's like, "That's not enough." Um. She, she says, says they, they, they said, said that she wanted, I think, a quarter million, and she says, I did not ask for a quarter million dollars. Um, but it's also been said that maybe she just wanted six figures. So, you know, saying she doesn't want a quarter million dollars does not mean she didn't ask for a hundred thousand um, dollars. 
I, I, I don't know. Nicole, what do you think? Is is it's fifteen grand for essentially a week's worth of work? I, uh, is that is that, is that like entering the realm of like that seems? I mean, I mean here's, here's the thing. thing. Yes, yes, but no. Like, like yeah. fifteen grand for me? Like hell yes, I'm gonna do a week's worth of work for fifteen grand. But but like when you figure like I am the lead voice actress in a you know, you know pretty big game. Like, like enough, enough that there are now three of them. them. I, don't I don't know. Fifteen grand for a week's worth of work seems like maybe it's a little low. It's it's an interesting thing to think about too because like it's, it's you know what do you pay you know what do you pay for something like that and and the interesting thing is so I think I think they said Bayonetta two is actually the better selling of the two games mm-hmm. um, and it's, it has barely it, they, they're not even sure it's cracked two million copies so like Bayonetta sells well. But, but it doesn't, doesn't sell. No, no it's, it's not. It's crazy not well. Yeah. Um, you know. You know so, so like, where does that where does that line leave? leave? It would be very interesting to know what they they got. I don't, I don't remember who did it. It's the the lady who does um, Jennifer Hale. Yeah. yeah. Like, it would be interesting to know. Like, did she take it for fifteen k? Um, she's a pretty big voice actress. Yeah. Did they have to pay more for her? Um, but but I mean, I think the thing is, is like. I played Bayonetta one too, and I don't even remember there being voice acting like that. There is. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely sure there is, but I don't. I don't remember it at all. Um, so so it, it's it's interesting that uh, like she's. It's it's unfortunate that she's kind of uh, misrepresenting the truth. That apparently, what happened is is after the kind of kerfuffle after they hired the new voice actress, they offered her 4K to do like a. Uh, uh, like, like a cameo, cameo I, guess. I guess. Yeah, and she turned that down too. And so people are thinking that maybe that's what she that was in the four K. That was in the four K, but she kind of misrepresented um, what had actually happened. But I, I do kind of wonder if she'd come in and said, "Hey, they only offered me ten K or fifteen K to do this, and you know, this franchise. I am the voice of this franchise, and that is not in line with what." Uh, you know, current voice actors like the video games. I think yeah. like maybe that would have been a better argument. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think, I think the problem is, is that, like I said, 15K is a lot of money for the yeah. normal kind of thing, but also isn't. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. When I don't, like, personally, I do not have any, any insight into what normal video game voice actors make. Like, I don't know if that is pretty normal. Does she do less? Less? other things other than Bayonetta? You, you know, know, I was not under that. that. I'll, like, I'll be honest, I think that part of the problem with this too is that she appears to maybe have um, like, I don't want to say like mental illnesses of some sort, but uh, she really only I mean, like, she voices Bayonetta. Yeah. yeah. That's, is that really it? It's, it's not, not it, but, like, not a lot else. She has 24 credits. And you should like, have a picture on the IMDb. Yeah. yeah. Super Smash Brothers, Bayonetta. Bayonetta 2, Super Smash Brothers, Bayonetta. Bayonetta Bloody Fate. Uh, Anarchy Reigns as Bayonetta. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so... I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it's, I, I guess the thing is, is like you see, you know, you look at the voice actress for, you know, the first Bayonetta and like Grey Delisle or Grey Griffin um, is the second one listed. And I mean, she's a 
huge way yeah. actress. She's um, Daphne on Scooby Doo, and has been Daphne and Scooby Doo for decades at this point. So like. Is she making 15K? Like, I just wish I had more insight into what people, you know, how, how off 15K is from what she does, you know? Um, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I, and that's kind of the process. Like, I get where she is, Bayonetta, but. I mean, that's, that's essentially a thousand dollars an hour, um, which, which, you know. But I mean, like, also, it's, 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 you know, Hollywood kind of thing. So oh, yeah. Absolutely. Some of that goes to her, you know, agent, agent and all that. And so, like, although, man, I gotta say, if she's got an agent, you think they would be better. <laughs> you know, if she has an agent, you think they would be better at, you know, making their client. Yeah. Tanya as an agent. So. <laughs> that is that is that is true. I assume you've gone through seven of them this week. Hey man, it's Tuesday. My third agent this week quit. His agent just turned on his phone. Like, oh dear lord. What do you do? What do you do? Um, <laughs> I think that's new. Do you want to some questions? <laughs> I, I do like that Adidas dropped Kanye today. And, and I think only today? Oh, I can only assume they're like, oh, dear Lord, let's hope we drop him and no one goes and like looks at our Wikipedia page. <laughs> Are you saying that they have a, a historic issue called the. the I'm just saying that when you start in, I think, like, the 20s in Germany, Germany and stay there for a while, you, you might run into some issues with um, your founders and say what political ideologies they you know, share with us. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, mean, I guess the difference is that was the 20s and this is also the 20s. <laughs> it, 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 it was the 40s. Well, I mean, still, you know. I, I, they, 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 they enjoy, enjoy, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Guess, guess where, where the Wehrmacht got, got their shoes? shoes. <laughs> it, it wasn't Yuga Boss. They only made the, the uniforms. <laughs> it happens. All right, All right questions. Cole, uh, uh, Big Chappie wants to know, uh, are you going to get dressed up as something for Halloween no. this year? If, if you were going to get dressed up for Halloween this year, what would, would you get dressed up as? Brooke, Brooke wanted to know if, so, so Brooke, Brooke also asked, I forgot to add to, the, to this, if you, uh, if, if you were going to dress up as a, a video game character, which video game character would you dress up as? I'm sure Imperial Guards have been in some Star Wars video game. Does that, Does that count? count? I mean, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure, sure you've got, got the, the like the body type for an imperial guard. Well, they, they've got big flowy robes. Oh, an imp- oh, okay. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was thinking. Who were you thinking? I was thinking stormtroopers. Uh, a little fat for a stormtrooper. And then, not even that. I'm just saying, like, like your build is a little big for a stormtrooper. They're very skinny. They're very, very small. Uh, I would be like, if it was me, I'd be like when uh, in uh, Spaceballs. Balls. Yeah, John Candy. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no. no. I, I just, I, I was not my vacation. I, I've always wanted a uh, like movie accurate Imperial Guard uniform. Yeah, yeah. But they're um, really expensive. Yeah, is kind of where I. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, like the thing is, is like, what do you, you want to dress up as? And I'm like, well, any person or thing I dress up as is going to have fat as the adjective in front of it. Like, I can be fat Batman, but I don't really want to be like Superman, who's really let himself go. I uh, that's what I told Brooke. I'm like, well, I could be like, I mean, it's, it's a little culturally inappropriate, but I could be like the Honda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a, I, I mean, like. I don't know, four or five, like, like, like fat video game characters. Like, yeah, but I'm like, the problem is they're all shirtless. And I don't want to expose anyone to that. Like, that just seems mean. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not E-Honda, like, muscle fat. No, no. I, I think there's a, a fat guy in uh, the Resident Evil Village. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I can be, like, a like a boomer from uh, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> it's, if you search for Resident Evil and hit F, the first thing that pulls up is, that guy? <laughs> the, the Duke. A mysterious, morbidly obese character. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, I could be I could be the bloody baron from, from The Witcher. <laughs> I think I think the Duke's a little bigger than both of us. He's <laughs> a portly gentleman. I haven't dressed up for Halloween for a number of years. So um it seems, it seems unlikely what I'll do it this year, but maybe. Maybe who knows? Probably not. Um I think we, we talked about doing it this year, but it's Halloween's in like six days. So probably what happens this year, but I think maybe next year we're all going to go to Country Bears to uh, to Disney World. So, uh, but that could be fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rich wants to know what is worse, uh, calling and getting stuck on hold, or having to deal with a virtual agent. He's been he's been on the phone a lot trying to deal with uh, some stuff. And I, I think he's spent at this point hours on the phone. So what would you rather be, like call and get stuck on hold for an extended amount of time, or have to deal with one of those ter- just, just terrible fake people? So, so when I got married, uh, we made the deal that like I would do the cooking and cleaning. But, but she, she had to deal with all the money and phone calls. Because mm. I'm, I'm horrible at those things, but I'm good, good at the other things. things. And she's, she's not great at the things, things I do, but good, good at those things. things. So, so my answer is I, I just wouldn't do it because... Uh, not because not your wife does it. That's smart. Yeah, that's smart. Brooke, Brooke and I made that same thing, and uh, I said I'd do all the cleaning if she would clean the bathrooms. Because at the time, I was... All the cleaning? No, no, that's what I said. I'd do all the cooking if you would... You, you said cleaning. Oh, sorry. sorry, I I apologize. I just got I just called out for the got called out from the, the peanut gallery. Uh, I said I would do all the cooking if she would clean the bathrooms because because at the time I was young and thought cleaning bathrooms was disgusting, and I've since decided that I made a mistake because cooking sucks. Anyway, she's very very. Whatever. Uh, yeah, man. The, the virtual agents are bad. Like, like they, they just are bad. They don't work. Um, like, pretty much, and if I ever get a virtual agent, I just, like, start, like, hitting zero until it gives me an operator or just start screaming at it. So, I'd rather be on hold. I, at least I can, like, put my phone down and not have to worry about it. So, uh, and second, what is your second, what is your, what is your favorite scary video game? I don't, I don't know. know. Fear's, Fear's really good. Oh, Fear's really good. 
But, but I'm probably going to go Dead Space. Dead Space is also very good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of scary video games, not because like I don't like scary video games, but because I don't like most scary video games. Like I think they're kind of bad games. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, I... I don't, I don't even like the design of them. Yeah, yeah. and that's the way they work. Um, yeah. I, really I really like like fear. fear. I thought was like, like fear was legitimately scary. scary. It is probably the only game. Well, okay, I, I screamed a little bit out loud when we were playing Resident Evil Seven. There's a video of it on YouTube. Um, but but fear, fear, I think, is the only game that actually made me like like out loud make noises. Not not like I'm just like scared, but like like, like jump scary. Like ah. Um, I like layers of fear a lot too, um, but yeah, like like I played Medium um, when it came out, and it wasn't that it was a bad game. Well, it, it wasn't that it was scary. It was just that like the game design was bad. I I, I just like all of the like you can only see the room from this angle. I just like the you know the idea that the big bad guy is chasing you through the entire level. Yeah, you know, like. like uh, I didn't, I didn't like, like it. We played, played we both played, played um, uh, Blair Witch. Witch. And then that game, game wasn't very scary. It, it was just kind of, of you know, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't play a lot of them either. So, uh, uh Screaming, Screaming says, uh, what, what, what are some games you're going to be playing during Extra Life? Do you have any thought about what you might I, do? I do, but it's a secret, remember? Nope. nope. But I, I mean, I guess I could. So, so for extra life, and I don't know if it's going to be both days or just one of the days, I'm going to be a farmer. I'm going to be playing Farm Simulator 2022, I think, right. for, for 12 hours straight. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I might be a hunter the next day. I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> I like that Colby just role plays his way through extra life. That's good. Um, let's see. I uh, I'm gonna I'm hoping that I can talk Brooke into playing um, a bunch of Coral Island with me. That that came out and looks kind of fun. And so we played a bunch of Stardew last year together and really enjoyed that. So I think we'll probably play some Coral Island. Um, depending on kind of who's around, um, I would not. I I wouldn't mind trying some. Uh, you know, we've kind of got some standbys. We usually play some Rocket League. We usually play um, some Valorant. Um, maybe give. Uh, Overwatch 2 a try um, if we get some time there. Um, you know, we started playing, uh, Brooke and I started playing uh, It Takes Two last year. Maybe, maybe we'll play some more It Takes Two. Um, we also started playing that, that kind of, I forget what it's called, um, where multiple people can play and you can all make decisions as you play. Um, up in, a, in a motel that might be some, some fun stuff to do and get some, some other folks from the audience playing that with us as well so we've got some plans they're not quite set yet but we've got like a week and a half we'll figure it out uh, Alan just wants to know uh, which game are you most excited looking forward to uh, during Extra Life this year and he's, he's going to take a wild guess and say it is Elden Ring but I think we just answered that question so I'm, I'm I don't, I don't know. know. I'm looking forward to being a farmer, but also I played Farm Sim 19 and went like, wow, this is a lot. It's like really realistic, right? It's not Stardew. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it is very like, like you're you're kind of just farmer. Do you want me to ship you Elden Ring and you could? Oh, oh I, I didn't buy it physical. I bought it. You did digital. Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's not, not going to be Elden Ring. Like, like I don't know. There is like a small part of me though that like every once in a while I'm like, I guess I could try that again. And, and, and I know that it's just like the the like FOMO in me talking. Um, but I don't think it'll be that. Uh. Prime fan wants to know, in the spirit of Halloween, what is your favorite, uh, we're going to say, we've already talked games, so what is your favorite uh, scary movie or book? Scary movie? I mean, like, I know it's not, like, the popular opinion, but I really, really, really like Paranormal Activity, the first one. That was good. It was the only movie that has actually, like, scared me, and I'm not really sure why. Um, I'm, I'm kind, kind of a big, big found footage. footage. <laughs> I really <laughs> like those movies, even though they've kind of gone out of, yeah, you know, you know whatever. Um, I had, I had forgotten about Paranormal. You, you had me watch that. That was really quite, quite good, actually. I so, so I watched, watched Paranormal Activity two in the theater by myself. myself. Um, and, and I'm like, well, it's okay. okay. Like, you know, you know it's, it's a, an early showing. Like, I'll go home. I'll be you know cool for the rest of the day. And, and I don't know, it came out in, in like October, October and so a four o'clock showing at <laughs> night. And, and so I was house sitting for you, so I just had to go back to your empty ass house for the rest of the night. I'm like, that would have been a great idea. Also, my house was haunted. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of horror. Um, I did really like that one. Uh, Colby had me watch uh, 13 Ghosts, which is not a terribly scary movie. Um, but I always really liked that movie. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Um, I like all of the Treehouse of Horror. Does those count? Yes. Have you ever read a scary book? Um, I have. I can't think of that. Was it the Terror a horror book? Horror novel? Is this I like that a lot. The one that was on the ship? Yeah. yeah. Really, I hated that book. Uh-huh. I absolutely like that. that book. There was... Uh, this is the Jim Matheson... Matheson, that's not right. Uh, maybe it is. Like senator? No. no. Um, I think that was called Hell House. Hell House LLC is a movie, which is actually quite good. Hell House LLC and Hell House LLC 2 is actually very good. But let's see. Hell House was done by Richard Matheson. Different. And it was, I like that. Scary, scary stories, stories to tell in the dark when oh, you're a kid. Those, those were great. Um, the, the books, books of blood by Clive Barker are no reserve. Yeah, um, like a lot of uh, like a lot of movies have come out of, of the books of blood. It's just a bunch of Hellraiser, Hellraiser, um, but, but a number like uh, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman's a very good movie. The let's see. Um, the Midnight Meat Train mm-hmm. is not, not a very good movie. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I've heard that, but yeah, yeah no, apparently, like looking at the Wikipedia, like six or seven uh, of these were, were adapted. I actually, there's a there's a, a one here called uh, let's see, in the hills of the cities, which I always thought would actually it's not scary really. I mean, it, it is in that kind of a you know a, a, a way, but I always thought it would make a really really great video game. Um, the idea is that uh, these cities in, um, I don't know where they're supposed to, Yugoslavia, um, 
and every 10 years, um, all the residents like form together to become two giant, like giants made out of people, and then they fight. Um, but so, like, like, like get the inside guys on that one, yeah, right? Um, but uh, they you know, it's, 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 it's 40,000 people walking as a single body. So, like, you know, individual people, like, making up individual muscles. And, the, you know, the people with the best eyesight become the eyes for it. And those stuff, they fight. It goes very, very wrong. And one of them ends up running across the country and, and whatever. But I always thought there'd be, like, a really interesting, um, like, strategy game where... You know, you know, in the 10 years, you spend all this time, like, training your people and, you know, like, farming these that be healthy and, you know, and then every, you know, every 10 years in game, you have to go fight with all of your people versus a giant, you know, set of people from, from the next village over. But I've, I've not, I've not got that one really yet. Uh, let's see. Trouble wants to know. So, Paul, um, you need, you need to, to set a goal between now and November 14th uh, of next month. And, and then we're going to follow on November 14th of next month. Yes, November 14th of next month. The 14th of next month. And then we're going we're gonna to check back in three weeks and see if you made it. What's your goal? Wait. Wait. Um, just a goal. Just, just make one up. It's fine. To, to live until the 14th. How can you make it, man? Yeah. yeah, he's gonna he's gonna stay, try and stay alive between now and the fourteenth. Yeah, um, I remember your birthday and gave you a present. Oh, that, would be, that would actually be very sweet. That would be very nice. Um, my my goal is to be grounded before then. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'd like to beat Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven before then, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. My my first part of the year, like I beat like twenty five games in the first six months of this year, and I think I've beaten two in the second six months of this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, my games played this year is not nearly as impressive as the last couple of years. Last year's where you had like fifty five or sixty five or something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, this this year I am at thirty three currently. Yeah, I think last year I was at sixty something. Dang. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite to thirty three, but I'm not. Too far behind that. I think I'm 24. I'm at 23. Last game I beat was Procession of Cavalry. <laughs> that was in like September. It was only a month ago. That's not terrible. Um, all right. Princess Megan wants to know. She wants to settle. She wants you to settle an argument between her and a couple of friends. Do you think that the Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie or is it seasonal where you can watch it from Halloween until Christmas? What do you think, Paul? Where does he say it's both? Brooke says it's both. She believes you. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be seasonal then? I believe seasonal. Oh, she she. It's a it's a year long. You can just watch it whenever. You can just watch it whenever you want. Um, what do you think, Paul? Is do you have strong feelings on the Nightmare Before Christmas? I don't. <laughs> well, you have to choose one. You know, you know what? I am going to say that I think that Princess Megan is correct in her opinion. opinion. Which one is it? This is seasonal. Yeah, yeah, no, I think she, yep, I 100% think it's seasonal. A movie that I'm sure I've seen. <laughs> it is a, I like, I like that movie a lot, actually. Um, I watch Christmas movies pretty much all year. Um, I've probably seen White Christmas. 40 times this year. Um, so, 
You, you know, know, you said that out loud to <laughs> everyone. I watch it. I watch it uh, while I work. Um, I find it very um, calming. Um, I don't know why. It's just very. It's a. It's like when I'm having a stressful day. I, I just turn again to say this out loud to everyone. Right. There are weeks where I'll watch it three or four times. Anyway. Um, Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I think you can you, you, you can, can watch it whenever you want. want. Like I mean, that is up to you. Don't don't. don't. I, I've watched probably I don't know forty Christmas movies in the last two months. So like and not, not good ones. Like, like some of them are terrible. Um, so, so, so like, like don't constrain yourself by season. But I, I think that the actual answer is that, that Prince and Megan is correct. It is a Halloween to tell Christmas movie. I, I see no reason, but you should. I don't think you have to watch that before Halloween. Final uh, question is from Joe Coleslaw. Colby, if you uh, had worked a 70 hour week, how would you relax? Uh, I mean, probably on the end of a shotgun. <laughs> right? Just me. Um, I, I I don't know because I wouldn't work 70 hours. I would just find a new job. I, I, I don't like, like working 40, 40 hours, hours, quite frankly. Yeah, I'm a, a big same there. I, uh, there was a time where I could work a 70-hour week and be pretty, pretty much okay with that. Like, that wasn't, that that wasn't too terrible. Um, that time is not any longer. Like, I have a very hard time making it through my 40-hour week now. Um, so if I had to work, let's see, a 70-hour week is... Assuming, Assuming you're only working five days, what, what is that? that? What is that? Is that like 15 hours a day? Is that, is that right? right? That's, that's, that's 80, 80 hours. hours. So it's like 14 hours a day? Jesus. Like that. I remember doing overnights and working 13-hour days quite often. And that was cool. I mean, I guess I just was grumpy and... Probably drank more, so <laughs> that's how I do seventy-hour weeks. All uh, I often work like a ten or eleven, twelve-hour day these days, but just like one, um, not not five or six of them. Um, so I think I would, I would sleep. I would. I think sleeping would be the way I would deal with that because I can't imagine I would be yeah worth worth much um, after that. Joe, it's a rest, man. That's, that's all I gotta say. Uh, let's talk about some cheap free games. Uh, this first one actually, uh, so these are these are coming out. These will be available Thursday, so you can still play this in time for uh, for Halloween. Uh, this new one's called it's called Saturnalia. Um, it's a it's a survival. Yeah, it looks really interesting. It's a survival horror game um, where you're exploring an isolated village. Um, but its roads change each time all of your characters die. So like every time. Um, if everyone in your party dies, you have to, like, you, you don't, you have to kind of start the, not necessarily the game, I mean, I guess you start the game over as well, but the game itself changes. It sounds, it sounds interesting, it's kind of spooky, so check that out. Um, and then Warhammer 40k Mechanicus, which I, I don't like that word. Um, I don't actually, it's a turn-based tactic. Uh, excuse me, I almost died. It's a turn-based tactical game. Um, the description finished, finishes with, Will you be blessed by the Omnissiah? And I don't, I don't know what that means, and I don't think I want to know what that means. But I guess if you're into Warhammer and you like turn-based tactical games, that might be for you. Also, it's free on Epic Games next, uh, this week, actually. So starting 
on Thursday the 27th. Uh, Game Pass, uh, a handful of games uh, coming out the rest of this month. You've got Frog Detective, The Entire Mystery, and I'm still very interested to find out if this is a game for kids or not. You play as the detective in three silly mysteries, so I, I guess if you like frogs, check that one out. Uh, Gunfire Reborn is coming to Cloud Console PC October 27th, uh, so is the Frog Detective. It's a level-based adventure game featuring first-person shooter action, roguelike gameplay, and RPG elements. Um, and you'll play as one of six furry heroes. And I don't know if that means that the heroes themselves are furry, or if you're a furry in the game, like you're a person wearing a... I'm not sure which. But anyway, give it a, give it a look. Uh, Signalis is coming to Cloud Console PC October 27th. Uh, awaken from a slumber and explore a surreal retro tech world as Elster, a technician replica searching for her lost partner and her lost dreams. Have you ever lost your dreams, Cole? All the time. Same. Uh, the Land Legend of Tanding is coming out November 1st. Uh, Ghost Song is coming out November 3rd. Humankind is coming out November 4th. Football Manager 2023 is coming out November 8th. I believe that is uh, like European football, not some sort of other football. Uh, Pentiment is coming out November 15th. Gungrave Gore. The Gore is uppercase, so they're very serious about the Gore November 22nd. And uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide is coming out November 30th. So some stuff to look forward to there. Uh, the PlayStation games so far are just leaked. These are not official yet. But uh, they are purportedly going to be Neo 2 on the PS5, PS4, Heavenly Bodies on the PS5, PS4, and the Lego Harry Potter collection on the PS4, which is very good. Really, really, really. I think Lego Harry Potter games are probably my favorite Lego games, honestly. Uh, Humble Bundle has a uh, new bundle called the World Darkness Collection. Uh, let's see, for... $10, you get a bunch of Vampire the Masquerade games, essentially. Um, you get Wraith the Oblivion, Oblivion Afterlife, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Out for Blood, Vampire the Masquerade Sins of Sires, Sins of the Sires, Vampire the Masquerade Parliament of Knives. It sounds like a terrible way to rule your country with a Parliament of Knives. Um, like, well, I mean, unless you also have a uh, woman distributing swords from the pond as your other basis of government. That, that actually makes a ton of sense now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. England's a weird place, man. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition Core Rulebook. So I guess that's... Maybe these are... I'm pretty sure these are video games. I'm confused now on that one, though. But whatever. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition Anarch Sourcebook. This sounds like a game. But this really sounds more like it's like tabletop stuff. All right, well, now I'm going to click. No, these, these appear to be video games. So I guess you just get some rule books and stuff, too? Cool. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition Camarilla Sourcebook Vampire the Masquerade Night Road, which appears to be a video game. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Shadows of New York. Uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest, and Vampire the Masquerade Coteries of New York. So it looks like some video games and some tabletop role-playing stuff, um, all having to do with the vampires. So that's your thing. Ten bucks, you get all 11 of those. Um, and then finally, Nintendo Online is adding two new video games to their service. Um, 
<laughs> you super excited, Cole? I'm just, I'm just guessing that it'll be worth my money now. Mario Party and Mario Party 2. Oh, nope. <laughs> These, I believe, are Nintendo 64 games, which means you do have to have the uh, Nintendo Switch Online like expansion pack as well, so... I don't, I don't know. know. Have you, you ever played, played a Mario Party game that you thought was fun, Cole? Like, like I, don't I don't get them. Yeah, it's, I don't yeah, I've played Mario, Mario Party for a bit. Like, like the new one, right? Mm. And for, for like, like, I can see how they would be fun as party games. Because um, yeah. we played like three player, and it wasn't bad. Um, but I mean, there and there's like there is like a, a I don't know. It's like a longer game in one yeah. of the ones she has, and it was kind of interesting. They're not necessarily my cup of tea, but I can understand like why they would be as big as they are. Yeah, I I've played, and I, it's the same thing. I've only played them like three player, and I just don't quite understand them so maybe maybe that's the situation i need more people so anyway uh, i believe that is us for this week we will uh report back on our halloween activities next week see if Colin dressed up as anything like last second um so seems unlikely yeah uh you know like i said please please uh you know, you know, either join or donate to our Extra Life campaign at extralife.com. Nope, that's not right. Bybepodcast.com slash extra life. That is coming up in uh, about a week and a half. Um, not not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, as for us, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Dot com slash by the podcast. Uh, don't join our Patreon this month. But I guess if you want to just go like poke around, you can go to uh, podcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash by podcast. Again, Extra Life is at podcast.com slash Extra Life. If you would like to come hang out on Discord and ask us, I don't know, Extra Life related questions, you can go to podcast.com slash Discord. Colby. Bye. That was very hard. Bye.